Welcome to Movies with Heart. I'm your host, Paul Fullhart, joined as always by my co-host, Sam Fullhart. No relation. And today we're here to kick it back, take it easy, and talk <laughs> about The Big Lebowski. Uh, Sam, uh, what, what do you remember from this one? Yeah, well, Paul, I watched this movie for the first time uh, the summer after uh, high school, and I watched it a second time the summer after college. So this movie is pretty, mm. it, and I think it's a great after high school, after college movie, you know, the stress of finals are over, you, you know, you've done all your work and now you're just going to kick back with some friends. And, um, and the second time that I watched, I, I, the first time I watched it, I, I, I think I was, uh, um, my friend Anna was really talking it up and I think I was a little, a little bit underwhelmed. I don't, I don't remember like, just laughing hysterically or anything like that, Mm -hmm. you know, enjoying, I enjoyed some parts. Um, and then the second time watch it again with, uh, most of the same friends. And we decided that we would try to drink as many white Russians as the dude drinks, which is sounds like too many. Yeah. Yeah. I got to six. (laughs) I stopped at six. We also, we did put a lot of ice in them. So it was, uh, you know, it wasn't as, as uh high in uh vodka as a traditional white russian (laughs) but i was pretty uh pretty hammered and i I just loved the movie that time (laughs) Um, so yeah um so returning to it it's kind of a nice palate cleanser after i mean i've enjoyed a lot of the batmans um and whatnot but uh yeah it's uh what about you yeah, and so I've just seen this movie once. It was, I think, my junior year of college. I watched it with some friends. I think I, like you, had this movie like super hyped up. It never seemed particularly interesting to me. Um, and I watched it, and I thought it was totally fine. I didn't when it, 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 I didn't find it funny, um, but Ooh. I didn't think it was like bad or anything either. It was just like. It was doing its thing. Um, but I think it makes it hard when everyone else around you is just loving something. And yeah. if you're not like connecting to it on on that level, it makes it makes it tricky. So I'll be I'll be curious. And I also with this movie, everyone always says the more times you watch it, the better it gets is like the legend exactly. on the street for this one. So I'll be be curious to see what happens on my second viewing. Um, nice. Do you have and anything this- else? Well, I'll just I'll just say that this is for me. This is like maybe a a tenth viewing. Um, I've seen this. <laughs> wow, you've really kicked off since you you graduated college. So that's yeah, yeah. Frequent viewings. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, yeah. Yeah. So so you'll probably already know how you feel about this one. Then. I have a pretty good idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this Great, is kind though. of a comfort movie for me, honestly. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Well, let's get watching. And we're back. Having just watched The Big Lebowski, uh, we still have our chill vibes, you know, <laughs> man, dude, <laughs> and what, what, et cetera. <laughs> what have you? Weed, weed yeah. and stuff. Yeah. That's what, you know, we're doing. Um, yeah. How, how, how did you like it, Sam? Just start there. I, I really enjoyed it, Paul. Um, I watched it with some friends and, um, yeah, had a lot, a lot of good laughs and, uh, yeah, I just, I mean, I think, I think it's a real. I think the movie's really funny. I think the characters are really funny and really. Uh, I think they 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 get more uh, interesting, uh, more. You know, they just as as you as I watch it more, they're just, I just like like hanging out with those characters, and um, yeah, and I, I think that it it has. I, I really like the Coen brothers as directors, and this is definitely more of like a. You know, they're going for kind of a. We just won Oscars with Fargo. Let's do something uh, a little dumber. Um, but I, it has a lot of Coen brother uh, elements that I, I think, like. I think they wrote this before Fargo. Potentially. Oh, really? Oh, I I admit that I, I think they, didn't they do got, a lot of research. I think they got so. caught on it, this one and then made Fargo. I mean, I think they were working on them kind of simultaneously. Oh, okay. But anyway, sorry. But they they random aside. They shot this after Fargo. Yeah, yeah. Um, so well, anyway, um, what uh, <laughs> what did you uh, what did you think uh, on your second watch, Paul? Um, so I'd say, unfortunately, 
After my second viewing, I still came down on it being fine. I, oh, I, no. thought that, I thought that the craftsmanship for this movie was incredible. Like I, I think like just everything just in terms of like, like I can't like really pick any problems with like the, the dialogue, the acting, the filming. Um, I think it all is done very well. I just don't like what is being done, I guess. <laughs> I guess, you know, and it's not that I don't like it. I just, I think it, it felt way too long for me. I would have loved this to be an hour and a half. Um, How long is it? I feel like it had to have been two hours. I'm, I'm going to check. Look. But it, it, it felt every minute of, I don't know. It wow. was 117 uh, yeah, about minutes two yeah, hours. to two hours. So, yeah, um, yeah it, I think, yeah, it, it definitely, it, it dragged for me. Get it. Okay, can um, I ask you a question on that? Okay. Yeah. Did it drag? Did it drag more or less than Batman versus Superman? Similarly, okay. I think in each movie, I had a moment when I paused it and I <laughs> couldn't believe how much time was left <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> so I like I would say that like I enjoyed the beginning of Batman versus Superman more than. Like I've probably ever enjoyed this movie. Wow. I think that the second half of Batman versus Superman was worse. And I also think they're just so different movies. It's kind of hard to compare. Yeah. And uh, with that said, there's some really good things in this movie. And I think that's what created the effect of like boredom for me is that like, I think there's a few moments sprinkled throughout this movie that like really shine. Um, and, and then like, I think are amazing. And but that and that's what makes the other stuff so much more boring when I'm like having to wait 10, 15 minutes before I get to another thing uh, that that I enjoy. And I think another thing, like you said, you mentioned you enjoy hanging out with the characters. I think um, John Goodman's character, Walter, I I really don't enjoy hanging out with Walter. Um, So I think that makes it tough for me. But yeah, maybe do you want to just go a little more into to tell me why? Tell me why this movie's more than just fine. <laughs> okay. Um, well, there's a lot, a lot to say. I, I think yeah. that, um, I mean, part of it for me, I, I, I like, I, like I said, this is kind of a comfort movie. And I think mm-hmm. it's great because partly because the plot doesn't really matter. You know, it's, it's, it's ostensibly a mm-hmm. uh, noir, you know, that, um, the dude is trying to figure out what's going on with uh, the big Lebowski's wife and uh, whatnot. Um, but yeah, the plot doesn't really matter. The scenes are all funny on their own. So you can just, you can watch like a half hour of it and be entertained and you can stop there and go, go on with your day. Um, I, See, I think, yeah. I was saying, I guess I, and I'm a person that I love like non plot things like so I feel like this movie should be up my alley, but I think it's maybe like I think it's some of the I guess I don't see how this can be a comfort watch personally, because I think the character of Walter is just so painful for me. <laughs> like he's just horrible the whole time. And then I also think the character of Donnie is so sad for me. And I think like the ending with that, I, I think it's like so sad. I don't I don't I'm not having fun. <laughs> I, th- I think the whole movie is. And generally, there's just yeah, I feel feel sad for for a lot of things in this movie. Um, yeah, so well, I think it like I mean like I like the dude, you know. I'm not. I don't have okay, any. That's good to hear. <laughs> I don't have any qual- qualms there. Um, yeah, and I mean I think the other characters are good. I just think that in a movie where I'm like supposed to be enjoying spending time with the characters, I don't necessarily en- enjoy all of my time there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll address these points in due time, but maybe before we get too in depth, we should just give kind of a general summary of what happens. Paul, you're very good at, at these. So, uh, do you mind, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, just here, here we, here we go. Um, I'll do it. So we have this guy, the dude played by Jeff Bridges. He has this rug. It, it really ties the room together. <laughs> um, and so unfortunately some thugs come in, they beat him up. They pee on his rug. It turns out it was a whole misunderstanding. There's two people 
named uh, whatever Lebowski. I think, yeah, Jeff, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Lebowski. Lebowski. I, mean, yeah. I questioned it because it's Jeff Bridges' name also. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> um, and so he goes to the other Jeff Reed Lebowski to see about getting a replacement rug because he's going to take a stand. Um, it's not yep. a thing he does commonly. Um, and unfortunately, um, the other... The big Lebowski, the titular big Lebowski, <laughs> uh, other other Jeff, he he decides that he's not. Um, but then later on, Wait, that he's not what? That he's not going to give him a replacement rug or oh, yeah. whatever. Not going to compensate him for that since he wasn't his problem is what he says. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, he, the tables turn because his big Lebowski's wife it's kidnapped or something. And then he needs to basically, he uses the other Lebowski in this um, scheme of getting her. Basically he wants to, you know, give, pay the ransom, but he's actually not going to pay the ransom. So he wants to set up this schmuck um, to do it and take the fall for him. There's like a hundred other plot points <laughs> and I'm not going to be able to get to them all, but we have this cast of characters that I'll just mention briefly. Um, before I get to the end of this weird summary, because this is horrible to summarize. I think it so. is we really entertaining have... to hear you summarize. <laughs> yeah, we have Donnie. The plot is so contrived. <laughs> it's too contrived. I've just given up, and I'm like at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, we're like <laughs> 15 already... minutes in. It was, yeah. This would take me like an hour to, to just try to summarize this thing. <laughs> so I'm just going to go through some characters. So we have uh, the dude's friends, um, Donnie, and Walter, Walter's like a Vietnam vet. He's like rah 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 and stuff. War. Um, we have Donnie. He's just kind of sad. He gets kind of ignored. It's like he's a clear third wheel on the other two. Yeah. Uh, they love bowling, um, and that's that's a key part of their life. The movie continually goes back to bowling. Um, like I mentioned before, we have the Big Lebowski, the other one. And then we have uh, Julianne Moore. She plays Maude, an artist, um, and she's pretty kooky. She's the Big Lebowski's daughter. Uh, we have John Turturro as uh, Jesus, <laughs> the antagonistic bowler. We have Philip Seymour Hoffman um, crushing it as the assistant to the Big Lebowski. Um, yeah. There we go. Yeah, Brant. Um we have Sam Elliott as the stranger. He's like the frame story device. And we have a whole bunch of other people. Basically, a bunch of stuff happens. Knox Harrington. Don't forget it. <laughs> and okay, I mean, we could go on forever. I'm joking. We, we, yeah, we, we have Nihilist 1, 2, and 3. You know, yeah. <laughs> all the big characters. You know, flee. Hey, flee from whatever is one of the nihilists the red hot chili pepper yeah, yeah. exactly but anyway <laughs> there's like a hundred characters they're each kind of kooky in their own right um and so we kind of just spend some time uh with the big lebowski as he's figuring this all out and it basically ends where it all started with some other stuff that happened mm-hmm. um but he just kind of keeps on rolling with his life and that's the the dude abides and so that's how it goes um, that's right and so yeah i think when i describe it it sounds like a more enjoyable movie than <laughs> really <laughs> i i enjoyed yeah just the ridiculousness of yeah the yeah plot. the ridiculous yeah. it sounds sounds like a fun time when i when i say it out loud yeah um, i think for i think maybe the vibe i think maybe for me it needed more energy i think just when i'm like thinking about it those it would be a completely terms. different movie if it had more energy. That's very true. <laughs> it also, would be a I completely mean, different movie. I, you want more energy, but you don't like John Goodman's character. I mean, that's that's the energy. But I guess his like, you don't that's like what I'm saying energy. like, I don't like it's not an inherent problem with the character. But I think if I'm supposed to be hanging out with the characters, it's not as fun when one of them's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> versus yeah. if i was versus if i was just like watching things unfold like i don't think it's an in like i think it's a good character i just don't think it's a good character for w- what the movies for for my enjoyment of the movie i guess yeah like i think that character would could be good in other circumstances all right so that, that was my horrible attempt at, at the plot so i think as far as the characters go i i definitely found walter 
um, annoying the first time that I watched it. And he he is a he's a pretty bad guy. I mean, he is mm-hmm. he's a stickler about the rules when it serves him. But some I mean, he has no qualms about lying to the you know. So they're supposed uh, you know the dude <laughs> is supposed to deliver ransom money to these uh, nihilists who allegedly kidnapped the the big Lebowski's wife, Bunny. And then Walter, well, the dude says, oh, she probably kidnapped herself. It's probably, she's probably not in any danger. So Walter just immediately believes that and he sees this as an opportunity to, uh, rather than giving the ransom money, which is like a million dollars, they're gonna keep all that money for themselves. Um, so he's, you know, he's very, like he's willing to be very, dishonest and uh disloyal when it serves him yeah he he's very selfish (laughs) yeah he does he follows the rules if it serves him he doesn't if it doesn't yeah and and i think there are a lot of people like that and i I think it's a Mm -hmm. great representation of that kind of and he doesn't even know he does is not aware of how self-serving he is too he in his mind He's completely just, I mean, he gets so mad at uh, when he's talking about Bunny and, um, you know, just imagining her, you know, kidnapping her. I, I don't know how, I don't know how much we should quote from the movie. Are we going to just uh, swear in this episode or not? I don't, I don't care. Do you do whatever okay, you need to okay. do? You know, you know, the part when he's just like that fucking bitch that, you know, that uh, mm-hmm. he's just going off about how she kidnapped herself and just, um, mm-hmm. so I, I think, yeah, I, I like, he, I like, he, he, he represents a kind of person who I think we all know. And I think that, I think John Goodman is so, he's so in on this, he's just giving it his all. I just, I think, I find it really funny. I think he has so many funny lines. I, I mean, and just terrible things to say, but like when they go to, um, they, they're trying to figure out what happened to the briefcase. We don't need to explain the briefcase had the money in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be tough to like, when we're talking about this movie, do we want to actually explain what's going on? Or do do whatever feels right. Okay. Okay. Um, so they, they don't know where the briefcase is. Um, and it, it, they think it has all this money in it and they, Apparently, this fourteen-year-old, fifteen-year-old kid—they uh, think he took—he um, has the briefcase, um, and so they go to—they go to this kid's house, and they're like interrogating him, and he's not responding, and uh, his dad is in like an iron lung, um, which, uh, I, yeah. But then uh, Walter is like, "You're killing your father, Larry." He's just. Um, because he's not answering their question. Like, I just l- love things like that. I, I did. Oh, I definitely didn't do it justice just now. Um, did you find that funny? When- uh, no. And I guess oh, maybe man. that's maybe that's why I just didn't enjoy this movie. Is because I maybe just not enough of the jokes landed for me. Yeah. And yeah. So, um, if- did you think any of Walter's stuff was funny? Honestly, no. Wow, I, I can't. I can't say I really thought any of his. Like, what I about guess. what about uh oh a dude? Chinaman is not the preferred nomenclature. Asian American, please. I mean, that's fine. Like that, I've, I've heard that joke like a hundred times, though. Like that. That's oh. like that's like level. That's like baby's first joke or whatever. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, like the like person especially when it's like oftentimes the person that is like the racist one that then they comment for someone else like oh that's not the proper term anymore that's in like so that's just like it's almost like a trope (laughs) it's less of like a joke you didn't think the way that that uh john goodman delivered that was funny i mean it's fine i've just heard that joke too many times i think to like okay what about uh, say what you want about the tenets of national socialism? At least it's an ethos. I I thought that was semi. That was probably the closest you're going to get to <laughs> something that he said. I, I I thought that was kind of yeah. I thought that was funny when they're making fun of the nihilists. Yeah, 
And and the the jokes are informed by the character too. So he's you know he's a stickler yeah. about the rules. So he's gonna point out when Walter or when the dude uses the wrong term. And even though he's Jewish, he's he prefers Nazis to nihilists because at least Nazis like have a code of conduct that they follow. Um, so yeah, um, but you know if you and if you don't find it funny, <laughs> the, yeah, it's uh, I mean it's almost yeah. hard to talk about the humor. It, like it sound it just drains it of its funny if it's uh, you know funniness when you talk about it. Yeah. And if you don't find it funny, yeah, I uh, yeah I don't know I don't know yeah. what to. I can, what I can do for you. Yeah, and I, I think that's, yeah, and that's probably why the, the Walter character just didn't do it for me, is if, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know if I, maybe it's just, I don't know, maybe I know, been around too many people like that, I don't know, there's just a point when it's like, wait, why is this funny? This is, person's terrible, like, and there's like, like you said, there are a lot of people like this, so, yeah, that seems bad to me, <laughs> it's like, makes me think of like other people that like you know it's trying to put them in in like a comedic light it's like well other people that suck also say these things and i, I don't find that funny either <laughs> yeah <laughs> but but most people who say these things don't have the virtuosity of john goodman i i think you know part of yeah it's he has I a guess great I, voice that's for yeah sure. <laughs> i think the fact that it is it is in the context of a story and that it is heightened, you know, uh, like I, I think it it goes down so much better in the, and it's kind of cathartic too because you do know those kind of people. So seeing seeing that type of person portrayed um, in just the most extreme, you know, uh, ways. Yeah, I, I guess I, yeah. I really like that I, and. Yeah, yeah and, may, and maybe the problem, like, because, like, here's the thing is I love this type of a, of, of a story in terms of, like, a thing that has no plot, is focused yeah. on characters, really bounce arounds, has a ton of characters. That's, like, my favorite type of thing. Um, and so I, it's not, like, inherently that this, it's, I think it's just for me in particular, this, they, this doesn't connect with me. I think maybe just, like, the whole kind of going out of the characters a little bit maybe just the whole broadly like the the stoner movie of mm -hmm. it all that might just not be like the type of movie for me i think might. yeah so therefore if like if it's like a yeah i guess like a stoner forward like that's kind of like the the vibe maybe i'm i would rather have something that's like a different i'm probably more intrigued in like a different slice of life of something so like to, to me, this movie's like, it's like Fargo, but worse. Like, I think both movies do Stoner an excellent... Fargo. Because <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, both movies do an excellent job of kind of... They, like, really put you, like, into, like, some kind of, like, you know, type of person and culture. And it, it like, uses that um, as a vehicle for, like, their what what's happening in the movie. And I think in Fargo, I think it really works for me. Um, and so, yeah, and I, I really enjoy like, you know, the, all the, the like politeness and um, super, I'm trying, can't, can't think of the word, but and then him having to deal with these indirect circums. Yeah, indirect. That's yeah. the word. And then having to deal with these like harsh um, the, yeah. in your face circumstances <laughs> yeah. and just like totally overwhelmed. So like, I, I really, really enjoy it there. I'm, and this one. I guess I don't know what vehicle like the stonerness is being used toward. What is the ends? I don't. I guess, I don't know what I'm supposed uh -huh. to get out of this movie. Like when right. I'm done watching it. Well, yeah, that is making me think of some things. So, so I think it is interesting how there are a lot of connections between this movie and Fargo, despite yeah. <laughs> the fact that one won a bunch of Academy Awards, the other did not. Um, but yeah, because it's both kind of a someone who doesn't really belong in a you know I, well i mean marge gunderson is a police officer but she she's not the the world that she gets thrown into is so foreign to her she just can't understand yeah, why she, she's would, like a local like yeah basic police officer she's not like a hard crimes police officer or whatever so exactly and then you know uh the dude is an aging stoner hippie he 
doesn't know he, he's he's not at all part of the world of you know backstabbing and just insane mm-hmm. wealth and so so yeah it's kind of it is interesting uh that th- they have those parallels um i i think i think the movie is a, i think it is about some things and I, i'll just try to what what is it about i, I want to know <laughs> i yeah and i think this is part of why i enjoy the movie as well but yeah so i'm curious what you think so i i mean i think there is there is kind of a general like nihilism that's at least I'm not totally sure if the movie is ultimately nihilistic, but that's definitely in the air. I mean, there are literal, mm-hmm. well, there are people, There's there are the self-proclaimed nihilists. nihilists and I, I think, I think one, one thing that this movie definitely is about is people presenting themselves a certain way and then not really being that way. So the nihilists, they, they, you, there are these, German people, great German accents. Um, <laughs> I, I, lo- I love they're just like saying just random gibberish that sounds vaguely German. <laughs> um, but um, you know they they say that they're nihilists. You know, I don't. How oh, can I? We believe in nothing. <laughs> I, I can't do it. Uh, <laughs> give us some money. Um, uh, yeah, so they present themselves as nihilists, but then when Walter doesn't want to give them the ransom money, they're like, "It's not fair." So you know, they're not really they're not really nihilists. Um, and then you have Walter, who claims to be so principled, such a rule follower, but then you know, as we've talked about already, he he bends the rules all the time when it serves him. Um, you have the big Lebowski who presents himself as a self-made man, you know, despite, uh, despite losing his ability to walk, uh, due to a Chinaman in, uh, the Korean war. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was funny. <laughs> that, was, that was, that was almost funny. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> you know, despite, despite being handicapped, you know, he was able to amass all of this wealth through hard work. And then we find out that he doesn't really, have any of the money um the money all came from his wife and his daughter just kind of lets him run a few things that things that don't really matter that much to her um and then i think even with the dude he presents himself as so laid back and chill but he does get frazzled a lot and he he he's pretty like whiny i would say I, i don't know maybe I don't know if he fits this. Maybe he is the most. I think he might be the, the most one. genuine. I, th- I think the point is, is that he is the one that's just genuine. Okay. Wouldn't you say though that he does kind of get like he does whine quite a bit ab- about what's going on, you know? But I, I, he is he's going through a lot. I can understand why he would be <laughs> a little upset about his car just getting <laughs> destroyed again and again. Um, but okay, so maybe everyone besides him. Uh, I don't know about. I'm not sure if Maud, how Maud fits into this. Uh, <laughs> maybe she is also pretty genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think we only get one side of Maud. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what do you, I mean? What do you think of? What do you think about that? Uh, that kind so, of. So I guess so. So what? What does that mean? Well. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you could if 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 you think that the dude is the only genuine person, then you know maybe maybe they are kind of in, endorsing the the laid back, you know, don't really care too much way of life. Um, maybe you know well, maybe I mean, you can you can be a genuine person with any lifestyle. Maybe it's just saying just be yourself. <laughs> Well, <laughs> yeah, because you know whether you're <laughs> that's you can, the message you can, of the big <laughs> You can be, you can be yourself and not put on a front. Whether you're like a, a laid back person or a type A person or whatever. But the the other characters, they're like uh, the big Lebowski. He's he's very high and mighty. You know, he's he's mm-hmm. just uh, you know disparaging the dude for not having a job for being lazy he's you know he gets indignant really easily the um walter is the same way um and uh who is the other character oh, the 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 nihilist i guess <laughs> the nihilist. so you know maybe 
you could take it as, um, you know, these people with their, you know, who present themselves as having, you know, sticking to these ideal, these like high minded ideals. They don't, they don't actually, uh, they don't actually follow them. Um, and, uh, you know, if you want to be, if you want to be, uh, you know, give if, up if you on your ideals, <laughs> what? Is, the, is it give, give up, up on oh, your sorry, ideals? No, keep, keep keep going. Sorry. I yeah, wanna... yeah. Just give up. Give up on these high ideals. <laughs> just just uh, settle for a life of uh, you know bowling and um, the occasional acid flashback. <laughs> so I guess you could say that the big Lebow- or Lebowski also. I guess the dude. I should say um, yeah. he also once he was like an activist or something vaguely. Yeah, and then he also gave up on his. Exactly to do nothing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it talks about how he like occupied various administrative buildings in college. Mm-hmm. He uh he was one of the authors of the what was it? Like the the uh Port Huron statement or something. I don't know what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Not the compromised second draft. Um, <laughs> um yeah. well and the other so, the other thing too. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So is that the theme? <laughs> Give up I mean, on I was your thinking lofty ideals and goals. Another another bit of evidence, I think, for this interpretation is all of the dude's troubles start because he uh, he cares so much about his rug. And I think I think Walter is the one who really convinces him to pursue that. Um, if he hadn't, if he had just accepted that his rug got peed on and he was going to have to find a new rug or not have a rug, you know, he would have uh, avoided all of this trouble. But because he uh, kind of took a stand that one time. Oh, and also I, another thing. So, you know, when he is at Jackie Treehorn's uh, pad, the Jackie mm-hmm. Treehorn is a pornographer who um, Bunny uh, was mixed up with him. Um, and he, so there's the Jackie Treehorn leaves the room for a bit. And then the dude decides that he's going to do a little investigating. And he like goes over to this pad and he starts, uh, he starts like, uh, you know, uh, drawing on it to see, you know, when you like take a pencil and you like, um, shade. yeah, you shade it. And then a picture, uh, reveals itself. So he like thinks he's going to find something really like, uh, that really cracks open the case, and then it's just a guy with a giant penis. Um, so, you know, that's uh, ultimately so the point. <laughs> don't, don't, uh, you know, don't, don't try too hard. You're not going to find anything satisfying. You know, it's uh, you're not going to live up to your ideals, and all you're going to find is just a giant penis. Cause I, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I feel like it, it goes for a lot of like, and I, which I think it might be on purpose and which is kind of funny is that I think it goes for a lot of like vague half themes that it doesn't like fully realize, which I think is trying to like, kind of be like a, you know, like a stoner that's like, right. you know, philosophizing or whatever with their like so-called half baked ideas. <laughs> <laughs> you know and not like actually having any of them but it's just as a viewing experience it's not like i would rather actually have like a fully baked idea (laughs) yeah like as a stoner movie i think it is giving you these various threads but they're not um they're not necessarily airtight and and you could also say donnie doesn't do anything and he dies so yeah <laughs> clearly well, maybe it that, didn't work out right for him <laughs> right i think that is a general theme in cohen in the cohen brothers uh filmography that life is unfair and uh yeah sometimes you can be a uh warm-hearted uh simple guy and things can can just i mean yeah walt or donnie doesn't do anything wrong he's just uh you know he is a um a, a nice guy who's always supportive of his friends and 
you know, I mean, he, he lets them, he lets, especially Walter just walk all over him. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, yeah, I, I guess, I mean, yeah, if you don't like stoner movies, then it, I could see why you might admire the, the way that it kind of uses stoner logic, um, but not really right. enjoy it. Um, I'm curious, do you, do you like, uh, Harold and Maude go to, or not Harold and Maude, Harold and Kumar. <laughs> Kumar. <laughs> <laughs> Very different. I've never, I've never seen it. Uh, okay. Uh, what about dude? Where's my car? I haven't seen it. Okay. Uh, I don't think I'm going to have seen any of these movies. Okay. <laughs> Dazed and confused. Uh, uh-uh. okay. Okay. I, I want to watch yeah. that one. Yeah. You might like that one. I, I don't think you need, I mean, yeah, I don't. I think it it would be a good starter movie, but and, I don't think you need to be. Yeah, and I guess here's the uh, thing is I feel like yeah. this movie requires, I feel like substance or <laughs> like alcohol is required to enjoy the, I, I don't know. I alcohol don't feel or, like the, or marijuana, yeah. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think that this is a very enjoyable movie, Sober. That's, that's I think, my ultimate take on this movie. <laughs> I, I think maybe if I'm like, you know, a few drinks down, I could find some enjoyment in this, but I, I don't. I don't know if it's good enough to be uh, enjoyed sober. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I've enjoyed watching it sober, but but the time that it really clicked for me was that second viewing where I was far from sober. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that's maybe also just what annoyed. I don't know. I think part of me not liking this or thinking this movie is fine is I feel like it gets super hyped up by people that were watching it when they were like <laughs> not with their full faculties and I'm so it's just I'm kind of like annoyed by it I think so I'm like yeah. was that movie good or were you just would you have enjoyed anything while you were drunk or whatever <laughs> but, but I think I it think just it so happens ma- that there's like a culture around this you know when it is like a stoner movie and like you know they drink a lot there's just a culture around this movie of people do often not watch this movie sober so there but that's if but there's like a bajillion there's so many movies that if yeah if people watched it drunk they probably would like that movie more i disagree i think that it is des- i think that it is designed so that it really takes advantage of you know a person it, it that doesn't you, have their full mental capacity no it's it, <laughs> otherwise I mean, it doesn't come together if you do like which no i, I think, mean it's kind you know, of impressive it, that they do it that way yeah like i mean it has, it has thoughts. a lot of i i think yeah I, I think it has a lot of visuals that are really cool when you're um when you're under the influence you know uh the scene the bowling ball uh from the perspective inside the bowling ball um it has those two um trippy sequences or there's one the first one isn't as uh amazing where he's just on the the flying carpet although it's still kind of funny um and then the second one um you know to the song uh mm-hmm. just dropped in um that i mean yeah i think uh that's just um yeah it, the the visuals really really pop if you're uh you know <laughs> and I, I i i so it's not just like an accident accident i think that um people enjoy this movie if they're drunk or high. I think it, it really is designed to, um, you know, to be, to be viewed that way. But a lot, that's, just, that's kind of lazy though. A lot of things look a lot better if you don't have your full senses or whatever. <laughs> it's just like an easy way. Like even if you design it, that doesn't mean that like, that's like that hard to, to do. Just because they uh, did it that way. Hmm, I you do know? not think like, that that's why there's so many things that have also been made that way. I, that people hmm. also enjoy. Like what? Oh, you know, like all of, you know, like a lot of those like music videos, like think about like, you know, some of the like, I don't know, some of like the Beatles stuff or like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's lots of bad Beatles songs that like someone it was I would enjoy lots of bad Beatles songs. What? You know, I mean, they have. I mean, they're like I think like the greatest band ever. But you know, they have a lot of songs 
And I think yeah. So some, and some I'd say them... about 95% of them are great. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so fair, fair enough. But, you know, and like there's a lot of other movies like this movie. Too. Right. Yes. My, one of my questions is like, why this movie? <laughs> and why not yeah. like the one of the other oh. ones like this movie? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think it's I think it, a big part of it is because the characters are so great. And I mean, yeah, I don't obviously you didn't see it this way, but I think that as you watch it multiple times, you can really see the the dynamics of the characters unfolding. And um, yeah, and, and I also think, too, it's it's kind of like Anchorman where, you know, I just like it just has so many great lines and so it's fun to just watch the movie when you know the lines are coming and you can it's kind of like a you know a communal experience um so yeah um okay well i have a few more things i want to talk about but um let's i'm just going to ask you what what are some things that you you like about this movie because you did say that's early on yeah that's what i was yeah so yeah then then negative let's go positive so Favorite character in the movie, um, Brant, played by Philip <laughs> Seymour Hoffman. I think every movie or every scene of the movie that he's in, it just like pops. Like th- those are talking about me not enjoying the humor. I I thought those scenes were hilarious. I mean, I think between just his his disposition, um, the way and he just takes everything that the dude says he like is just totally like takes it at its face value (laughs) and just like the way he's even when he's not speaking just the way he's like standing in the background he has this like stiff kind of weird posture (laughs) going on um and so like he's not even the focus of a scene and you just him in the background i think is hilarious so i mean yeah i think he he steals the show for me um brant president i'm I'm with (laughs) that character all the way um yeah i think that was that that was definitely one of my one of my favorite parts of the the movie i'm I'm, i mean i'm with you on brand i love he's he's definitely one of my favorite characters um and yeah he's so so uncomfortable but trying (laughs) to put on a happy face and like that's marvelous (laughs) whatever he says uh yeah yeah yeah. what's one of your favorite things um yeah uh let's see um i i mean i like i just i like the 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 rug scene um just (laughs) how the (laughs) the rug really tied the room together and just how that turns into to just the dude getting so worked up about his rug and feeling so indignant um yeah i that's that's a favorite scene of mine i think the um the second uh, trippy scene where it he's uh, um, the gutter balls um, where, you know, it's he's like up in space and he, you know, it's, it's just he's he's taken something that Jackie Treehorn has given him. And, um, you know, you see the, the guy who is uh, who has like the shoes at the bowling alley. He's Saddam Hussein. Or he looks like Saddam Hussein. He, you know, and, he he is Saddam. It's he, yeah. he has a he has a name tag. Don't you worry. Oh right, yeah. It says Saddam. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you know. Yeah. Who it is? Right. Um, yeah. I I mean I really love I love that. Um, I love when he's going down the bowling. He's like flying down the bowling alley between the women's legs. Um, and uh, and then it ends with the one of the, the couple of the nihilists with the scissors trying to cut mm-hmm. is Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Um, those are a couple, I, 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 Oh, another scene I really love is where, um, where they're d- having Donnie's funeral and the ashes blow back in their faces. <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't, that always really, gets me. I didn't enjoy that one. I don't know. Oh, you're just it's too just, sad about it's Donnie. Just sad. Yeah. <laughs> like it's Donnie. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, did you do you have any other uh, any notable characters or scenes? Yeah, well, you just you just jumped through so many. I was trying. I think I'm <laughs> lost lost my place a little bit. Oh, I thought sorry, we were gonna, I, to, to trade off, but I you know. Um, yeah, yeah. See. Sorry, I, I liked, was, that was um, bad. I'm I'm sorry about see. that. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Who? I, I definitely like some other things. I think the rug really tied this room together. Is just a great 
like reoccurring joke. I, I think yeah. that's really funny. Um, okay. I, I thought, uh, yeah, that 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 one that one's great. I, I love a good like just it keeps going back to it and it just gets funnier every single time <laughs> you say it type joke. Um, you know, as a person who's run the we're not related joke into the ground <laughs> on every episode, yeah. I really appreciate that kind of humor. Yeah. <laughs> um, so did, I, I really. Oh, what? Oh, I was just going to ask. I, I did you like how there are just a bunch of different lines that get repeated by different characters throughout the movie. And sometimes there's slight variations. Um, but like in the opening scene, they say, you know, like, where's the money Lebowski. And then later you hear, uh, about, uh, the dude saying, where's the money you get in the opening scene, you get, this is what happens. And then you get, uh, Later at Larry's place, uh, Walter saying, "This is what happens." Um, did did you did you like that, or just it with the rhyme? Okay, <laughs> I mean, well, I just like that type of humor. The the yeah. other stuff, it's not like humor; it's more just like just yeah, recurring re- recurring lines, right. which I yeah. think I think it's fine. Like it's fun. I wouldn't say it like. Knocks my my socks are still on, <laughs> but, um, yeah, but but no, I mean those are it's kind of fun. You can, can nice. see why can see why a person of a yeah could could, <laughs> could find humor or enjoyment, and in, in that um let's see some of the other stuff that that I enjoyed. Um, I think my my like favorite scene in the entire movie is um they the dude agrees to go to this the dance recital of his neighbor <laughs> and it's like i mean this it's like a middle-aged man with like a huge gut and this like super <laughs> like tight um, spandex type thing just <laughs> terrible at dancing just going for it on stage and like just the worst like um attempt at ballet and it's it's so good and so you have the dude you have donnie and you have walter all there and they're they're kind of talking a little bit, but then behind them, there's just this other guy, and he's just intently watching this performance for this entire <laughs> scene in the background. And I just think that that's like that 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 just uh, that was hilarious to me. I love I loved the I love that guy who whoever that was. I want I want his movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just appreciating some art <laughs> on stage. So yeah, I thought I I loved I loved that part. Um, that's that another funny. another really Cohen brothersy thing about this movie is just the number of people who look, you know, don't look like traditional actors, but you know, have in in the uh the opening bowling scene, you get all these uh slow motion shots of people bowling and so many of them are you know, quite fat. Um there's one part too where uh, hey, the guy in the theater scene was handsome. How dare you? Oh, okay. I, I was talking about. The, oh, yeah. The, yeah. The guy on the, stage the guy or watching. the guy? The, the guy okay. watching. I was talking about the guy on yeah, stage. Yeah, the guy on stage. All right. My bad. Yeah. We, we, yeah. 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 I see what you're saying now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, um, Quint, uh, so Jesus Quintana, his, uh, his partner, O'Brien, there's one, uh, mm-hmm. part where he, uh, gets a strike and you see him doing like a little, dance he's like shaking his mm-hmm. belly it is it's just like a close-up on his belly just protruding <laughs> um and, and you know and john goodman is very uh overweight um you know no uh no offense to um steve buscemi but he's he's got an interesting um interesting face i would say wow um, <laughs> that's tough <laughs> I mean, I love the guy, but, but you yeah, know, it's n- definitely not, the, the, the movies, the movies focused on everyday people. Yeah. That's yeah, exactly. Tracks, trying, trying to give the lives. Mm. And sometimes it's fun as you know, so many of the movies we get, these are like, you know, the, the yeah. people ruling the galaxy or whatever. <laughs> and it's, it's fun to, it's fun to get some street level, you know, we get, get, get some time to the ordinary folks in a movie. Exactly. It's, it can be, can be fun. Yeah, you know, not not every movie needs to be about the most important person ever. Yeah, I think is what what this is going for. Yeah, and stuff. Um, (laughs) Did you uh, do you like the one of the most uh, quoted lines from the movie uh, when uh, Jesus has just 
you know, insulted them. And then the dude's response is, yeah, well, you know, that's just like your opinion, man. Was that funny? Is that doing anything? I think I've heard it too many times okay, before okay. seeing these movies that yeah. it's like, it's I almost don't barely even associate, you know, you know what I'm saying? I've just heard, I think I've heard it in real life too many times for it to like, I think that the delivery is really good on that yeah. line. But yeah, anything else um, that you wanted to touch on? Yeah, I just had one last thing um, mm-hmm. that I think is interesting about the movie. And again, maybe this will won't do anything for you. But I think it, so. It's set in the early '90s um, mm-hmm. during the Kuwait War, um, and uh, or the first Iraq War, or whatever, um, and the Gulf War, um, and. Uh, you know, you have, uh, the dude who is, uh, you know, he, he was a hippie and he still is basically, he still is kind of just, he listens to Creedence Clearwater Revival. He still, you know, gets high. He still seems to, you know, have the attitude of a, of a, you know, hippie from the sixties. And then, um, Walter was a Vietnam vet so he represents a very different side of the 60s he's also still stuck in um you know the 60s he's constantly uh comparing things to vietnam um and and they're two guys who you know you wouldn't think would be friends with each other you know given one um given that one seems to be like a proud vet who like you know believes in you know, believes that we were right to go to Vietnam and, you know, surely the dude was protesting the Vietnam War uh, at, at that time. Um, so it's interesting that they're both like kind of stuck in these pasts, but they it's not at, at all an issue in their friendship. They d- it seems like they don't don't really care. So it's I, I feel like they're kind of like, you know, like they have the they have like the attitude or they, they have like the kind of some of like the superficial trappings of like their former selves, but it doesn't, it's not like very deep because like they don't really, they don't mm-hmm. care. You know, there's no real, like, you know, it never manifests in any like disagreement. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not exactly sure what to make of that, but I do think that's an interesting element. Um, any thoughts, Paul? quite interesting no and i guess like that's what this movie i feel like there's like so many things like that where it's like half of a you know it's like which i just i don't i don't know if they really were going for anything when they made this movie i I almost i read this movie as like they just had some fun characters and they wanted to make a kind of overly complicated crime plot um and have it you know not not really matter in the end and just explore some time in like LA and you know, like Mm -hmm. that's almost, and just like have, you know, a fun time. Like that's, I almost don't know if this movie was really actually attempting like any deeper meaning or anything. And that's certainly no problem. Um, yeah, but yeah, I I guess guess it's a problem. If if I was, yeah yeah it's a problem if you're watching a comedy and you're not getting the humor is not landing for you that that becomes a problem but i guess yeah so so you're saying that the key is is we need to give up our opinions and not worry about them too much so that then we can all be friends no, i i guess it does kind of fit with the the like nihilistic attitude of the movie a little bit um mm-hmm. yeah i don't know exactly i don't know what it's saying exactly I, and I, I don't think that no, I mean, I, I'm joke. I was joking. Yeah. Yeah. I think what, it, what it's saying is that like, you know, you can still enjoy each other as people, even if you have different, you know, beliefs or whatever. It could be that, um, you know, they, they don't, if this is another instance of kind of the characters, like, I, I guess, yeah, the, the dude used to like stand for certain, ideals and and now he uh you know doesn't really anymore and and i guess it's kind of 
they like these the hippie thing is like a little bit of a front and the i yeah and the same goes for for walter um yeah um I, I, I don't know. I think I think there's I think there's more more there um, potentially, but um, I don't know if I have any <laughs> I more to say right now. I I also yeah. I don't think that e- even if there's not a like I I, I you know I think I think a uh, one like element of good art is that you you don't you don't get you don't necessarily get like a this is the this is definitely what the movie is about or what it's trying to say, but it, you know it has it suggests various pot like interesting possibilities so um i wasn't saying it was a bad thing okay that it doesn't like i I was yeah no i I was saying i think people maybe overanalyze this movie and come to find things that i don't know if the movie was necessarily trying to tell you or whatever because i i think it's more like you said where it's just kind of vague so yeah, I, I yeah I, I think, but you know it's one of those things where it's you know which I think this goes back to it being a stoner movie which I th- I think is kind of good I think is kind of funny right or just you know it throws stuff out like you know like the Vietnam War man like that's you know it just kind of says it in the movie and then it doesn't like do anything with it really but but it yeah. like puts it out there and that's kind of like the philosophizing of a stoner kind of is kind of the way it presents you know where it will just kind of throw out a little little nugget but not really like you know go into it right i think is totally totally okay i i I do think like they the the dude and walter have become kind of apolitical even though like i think Mm -hmm. that is even though they the dude still presents himself as a hippie and walter still presents himself as a proud vet, it seems like those they they've kind of lost their like uh, political significance that they've yeah. had, and, and and Walter even talks about kind of not understanding the the current war and feeling like um, you know they they don't have like a worthy adversary to fight. So I, th- I think yeah, they're kind of uh, they're kind of they're they're potentially lost. Uh, lost souls um mm-hmm. yeah it's, um you know, they've grown, grown up and realized things are more complicated so yeah maybe, maybe we should just chill out and bowl <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> but, i i do um, i like that I, I mean i like that there's this like whole while this whole noir plot is going on they just take time to just go back to to bowling it's a great way of kind of deflating the significance of what's happening mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah exactly so at the end of the day it's kind of you know you're trying to be like it's a lived in place kind of mm-hmm. go back you know they they have their their routines so no matter right. what's going on they're going to keep their routines going um yeah well i think i've pretty much said everything i thought about this movie uh do you have anything that you wanted to hit too i didn't really have any nitpicks i mean i think this movie's really well crafted um per se so i didn't i honestly didn't come out with this with any nitpicks did you have anything uh i just had one question yeah i think i i agree with you and and i think it's it'd be like kind of silly to nitpick the plot too much because it is deliberately contrived um but i was curious they they usually try to provide some explanation for what for everything that happens but uh what like what why was why was Larry's homework in the car? I feel like that is I have no idea why that why that was there. Um I don't what? I don't believe do you think the Larry actually had the briefcase? I well I think he stole the car, he just didn't know the briefcase was in it. But you think Larry did steal the car? Mm-hmm. And but he just like, you know, ditched it somewhere. And that's why the police picked it up. Huh. Okay. I, I read the scene with Larry as he had no idea what was going on. Like this is, this is just a random kid who was totally taken aback by these people being in his house and didn't know what they were talking about. Gotcha. No, I, I read it as he actually did steal the car. He just didn't know about the briefcase. But wait, isn't the briefcase missing? They don't, he, 
the, the briefcase isn't in the car. Yeah, that or he did take it. I, I can't even. It's been a. Uh, it's hard to even remember. So you think? Um, okay, you think Larry did? So take I, th- the I think he did take the car. I just don't think okay. like what was he going to do with it? Like, but why? Okay, <laughs> even if he did take the car, why was his home? He just had some homework with him, and he. Well, okay. Well, here's left. if you want to know the backstory on this is that <laughs> some some of the so I mean so a lot of these people in this movie are based on real people, right? Mm-hmm. So and the, either a single person or maybe a combination of people. And in this case, um, oh, the real person, I, I think, I think it, yeah, I think the real guy that the dude's based off of him or one of the other people, um, had their car stolen and there was homework in it and they like tracked it down based on that homework. And I think oh, in this okay. case, it did turn out that it was just was that teenager. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, but, wow. but so, so it's like a real thing and they just worked it into the movie. There's oh, a funny. bunch of a bunch of this movie is like real life type of stuff that was worked into it to kind yeah. of make a thing. Um, so so yeah, that was like based on a, a real real event. But I that, that was just but before I even knew any of that, that was just how I read the scene was that he did steal it. Okay, interesting. But that yeah. just wasn't his car up front, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, all right, well, that's my only. Uh, well, I, I'm glad I asked that question because now yeah. I fun fun I, facts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I'm. I understand why this is not your movie. I, I can. It, it's interest. Like I, I, I get. Yeah, I, I, I do understand it. Even though I come down very differently. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think in this, you know, it's one of those movies that, you know, I think sometimes when you make something good. Or whatever i don't think not everyone's gonna like it and i think that's right. not not a bad thing um that that i didn't like it and i'm glad glad that you and a lot of other people enjoy it you know i think i think i mean the worst thing is something that's just like you know middle of the road doesn't really do anything for anyone though that's my like yeah. you know in terms of like a movie that i don't like you know that's something like this this movie at least there, there's something there for for some people it just didn't happen i just didn't have to be one of the people and that's that's okay yeah yeah <laughs> i would i would rather more things were made like that than getting too broad i think there's too many things right. that are too broad and there's there's right. lots of things that i love that also unfortunately are too too niche or specific <laughs> you know this is relatively yeah. broad compared to some things where i know like you know no a large portion of people this isn't going to be something that they're going to enjoy so yeah i think that's that's okay I, it's very well very well done i was shocked when i saw that i you know roger deakins does the cinematography for a lot yeah. of the Coen Brothers stuff but i just hadn't even like registered that he was going to be the cinematographer for this movie I thought that was yeah. wild. They had Sir Sir Roger Deakins on this thing. I thought that was pretty yeah. funny. Um, oh yeah, that's and he he's yeah. like my favorite cinematographer. Oh really? What are, uh, certainly any anyone alive right now? He's he's the, the top dog. Uh, he's done oh, wow. like I think he did like Skyfall. He's done a lot, like all these. Oh him yeah, and, um, right. Him and um, old um, Denny Villeneuve or whatever <laughs> the heck you say his name. He's the, they, he's he's worked with him on like all of his movies. Oh cool. Um, I think um, he, yeah. I mean he, yeah, and he's done like the Coen Brother movies. He's he's done a lot of really cool stuff. Oh nice. Um, Do you know who edited this movie? Um, I didn't look. It was a uh, Roderick Janes, which is a made up uh, name. It, the Coen brothers edit their movies and they just like they wanted to come up with a really like posh sounding <laughs> name. And so, yeah, that's super funny. Yeah. Um, yeah the, the, the crediting's weird. So was it really just it says directed by Joel Cohen and then produced by Ethan Cohen <laughs> I, <laughs> and then I, written by both of them? Yeah, I've read it. It's been a little while, so I don't remember exactly how. But there was some reason for like, I don't know if it was like Directors Guild of America type stuff or some reason it made more sense for them to credit one as a director and one as a producer. And they just switched off from movie to movie. Oh, interesting. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's right. I'm just going to check. Uh. Let's see. So with this one, it's Joel as director. Yeah, that's what I and 
and uh, Ethan as producer. So I just want to check Fargo to make sure. That yeah, that, the, the, that's the right. Pattern, the pattern helps. <laughs> I'm afraid um, uh, that's okay. Um, well, while you're looking this up, I'll start taking us out, and then you can maybe yeah. give us the final detail at the end. Um, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, this has been Movies with Heart. I'm going to come out and say that I think this movie holds up if it's your type of movie. Uh, for for me personally, I, I never, I didn't really enjoy it the first time, so <laughs> um, I can't really say that it didn't hold hold up. I, I think if you, it's your type of movie, you would probably enjoy it. It's very well executed. Well, it wasn't for me. Um, yeah. Sam, did yeah. you find out the information? Have a it, I, it looks like what they actually did is they would always have Joel credited as director and Ethan as producer until okay. at some point they started uh, yeah. both getting both yeah, credits. At some yeah. point they figured out the the dumb the dumb system was fixed, so they didn't yeah. have to keep doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, well, I appreciate you know appreciate yeah. you uh, coming along with yeah. me on this movie, yeah. even though I'm it wasn't. Uh, you think that the movie held up? Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> I do think that it holds up, and yeah, I I mean I think that uh, yeah, I I don't think it's for everybody. I do think you're maybe in the minority here. I don't know that many people. I, mean, I think, who, but most I definitely know that others. Watch this movie like it. I just don't know if the other people probably just don't watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I I watched it with one of the friends I watched it with who hadn't seen it before. She was like. She appreciated it, but didn't wasn't like laughing yeah. a ton. Yeah. And so. that's 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 where I that, that's where I'm at with this movie. Yeah. So there, there again, there's a few parts that really are really funny. Yeah. I mean, there's like a few things. Um but anyway. Well, we need to do another like <laughs> big comedy that we both really like. I feel like Anchorman was the last one. Yeah. Um, yeah we'll we'll definitely have to have to get there. Yeah. Um so yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, this has been Movies with Heart. Uh, rate and review us. Give us five stars. If you're not going to give us five stars, don't rate and review us <laughs> um, on your podcast of choice. Uh, you can reach out to us at um, Movies with Heart or something at Twitter yep. <laughs> and Movies Full yeah. of Heart at gmail.com. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.